Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Welcome to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show and podcast here on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Carla Taylor. I am your host, and I am here. (laughs) And that's about all I can say right now is that I am actually here. And it has been a pretty tough couple of weeks, in fact. And so I thought about not even doing today's show, and I thought about just replaying an old episode and giving myself a break. And I also thought about the fact that it's important to acknowledge the good and the bad and the ups and the downs. And I've been sharing a lot of awesome stuff about the things, the amazing things, the epic things that are happening in my life, and they are, and they're amazing and awesome and epic and all the things that I just said they were. And you can't live there all the time. <laughs> and and yet, I mean, all of those things are still going on. I'm still working with and connecting with the most amazing people, and I'm having fantastic moments even every day as I put myself out there or I connect with people or I just, you know, I'm working on different things. And I'm also having some really bad ones. And that's part of life too. And that's reality. That is actually real life. And it's really, 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 really easy to get down in the dumps when you compare, when you compare yourself to others, when you see all of their successes out there on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever the places are that they're putting them, or you hear about some great story of something that happened to someone else, and while you're really, really happy for them, you also kind of feel bad about yourself if you're in that place. And that's actually an experience I've had with some of my friends, some of the people that I thought were some of my closest friends, and maybe they still are. But when I was so excited and happy about my life, and they happened to be in a really down point, they really couldn't meet me where I was because they just weren't there. And that was okay, too. And even though it actually does hurt me to feel the loss of that person in my life right now, I also understand it and I get it that if that's just not something they can face right now, I, Carla, myself, when I'm in a high place, I want to be friendly and friends with everyone around me, but I also don't want to diminish my light because there are some people who can't handle it. So that's one of the lessons I've actually been learning as I've been going through and my life is becoming very, very expansive and big and wide open. And I'm meeting and and hanging out with these incredible people. And even what I would call these incredible people (laughs) who are so great at everything that they do. All of us, all of them, we all have downtimes as well. And I also am really cognizant of being around people who lift and encourage even when they might be having a down day. And that's a place that that people have to evolve and grow to if they want to. I mean, you don't have to. I 
plenty of friends and even family who probably don't even care about that and they may never grow there and I probably won't stay super close to them because as I'm growing and evolving, I am surrounding myself by different people too. So I just like threw a bunch of ideas out there in what I just talked about. So let me break that down a little bit more and then I'll actually talk about the topic of today's show, which I haven't even done that yet either. So... Uh, first of all, acknowledging and being okay with where people are around you and recognizing that sometimes it's time to move away for their sake and your own. And if they come back around, if they're operating at a different energy level than you, it really is okay to take a time out with that person. And hopefully you'll vibe back up again when it's right. And I hope that for my friends that have moved away especially the ones that moved away because they weren't ready to be around my high energy because I really want that that higher level vibration for them as well. And they'll get there when they get there or they won't. And that's also part of it. So just being okay with what's happening, even though sometimes the loss of the friendship can really feel painful, they're on their journeys too. And you're on yours. And so sometimes that means completely changing who's surrounding you and We've talked before, and I'm sure you've heard it so many places before, that we are most like the five people we hang out most with. And so who are your five? Who are you hanging out with? And if they're the right five for right now, that's awesome. And if it's a different five as you move through different phases, that might happen too. And what what doesn't serve you or anyone around you, if you stay around the people that it's not working with and you try to force it or you try to keep yourself small, so that the people around you will feel better about themselves. That is not how you grow. And that is not what you want if, in fact, you are trying to grow. And if you're not trying to grow, that's okay, too. That's your choice. My choice for my life is to keep growing and expanding and experiencing a bigger, better, greater, more awesome version of myself. And yet, even in saying that, I'm comparing myself to myself, and that's another point I'm actually going to talk about today. So let me stop for a moment because I'm going off on a bunch of tangents, and that's okay too because you know what? That's where I am today. So what am I talking about today? In fact, the topic is be where you are. And part of why my topic today is be where you are is because as I was thinking about my show and and creating my next description, And a lot of times I do it in advance. A lot of times I do it the week before. And my strategies for success, I usually have this this mapped out. Here's all the things I want to talk about. And today's first Friday, the first Friday of March, which actually seems like March has been here for a while. And I don't know why because usually things pass. But maybe it's because things have been more difficult lately and that all of a sudden makes time feel slower, right, when things are harder. Uh, so it's it's the, the 6th of March today, and today is the first Friday when I normally do my success strategies. And I've just had some really wonderful guests and some really wonderful shows and living the life of your dreams and all the great things that I've been sharing and doing, especially in the year 2020. I've had the most epic, amazing year of my life so far. And all of a sudden everything felt like it came crashing down. My energy tanked. I suddenly felt lost, confused, overwhelmed, exhausted. 
I mean, that happens. That's a real thing. And I could not even think of what to talk about. And in fact, my deadline for submitting my show came and went. And I was, each day that passed, later and later to the point where, I mean, I had to say something or not have a show. And I thought about not having a different show today. I thought about just replaying an old episode. But I also thought about why I'm here and why I'm talking about bringing your brilliance is because I want to share my journey as I'm helping you on yours. And I want to share all of it, not just the good stuff. And there's a lot of good stuff and there's a lot of strategies for how to get to the good stuff. And there's a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons that I have learned from myself and my clients over the years. And so I have plenty of content to talk about when it comes to that. And I have plenty of ways I've seen people struggle or I've seen people succeed and I know what they need or, you know, I I focus on what I can do to, to serve you, to help you wherever you are. And so then it hit me that today's topic actually needed to be be where you are because wherever you are is okay. It's okay if you're not succeeding today. It's okay if you're having an epic fail day, in fact. It's okay if everything in your life feels like it's completely falling apart. All of it's okay because all of it is our experience. And we also get to honor what our lives are like today, whatever today is. We get to honor if we need time to rest, to sleep. Sleep is so wonderful and restorative. Sometimes sleep is elusive. I actually had uh, about two weeks where I wasn't sleeping at all. I was exhausted. And the more that goes on, the more you're losing sleep, the worse everything actually feels. And so I had to really get clear on what is happening. Why have I gone? And this just happened the last couple weeks, actually. And why have I gone from this awesome amazingness to lacking the ability even to sleep when I was trying to. And it was because there were a lot of other things going on in my life that weren't going well. And I got to stop everything else and deal with those things and dig in and really, really work on getting those to where they needed to be. So I'm going to share a little bit more about all those things. But right now, I'm still trying to go through my description, which again, here's where I am. My head is kind of all over the place, so strap on your seatbelt and hang on and listen, or don't. You don't have to. You can be like, okay, Carla, I'm out. That's not helping me today. Great. That's great, too. I'm happy to be whatever you need to be or not, because today this is where I am, and I'm encouraging you to be where you are. So back to my description, be where you are. And here's some of the questions that I wanted to ask you. So even though you've had some success or maybe even a lot of success, are you often overwhelmed or even at times discouraged and disheartened? And I've just described a lot about that and how I've been there. Even though you know better, do you sometimes find yourself comparing yourself to others and then feeling less than? And that is something that I know better. I talk about it all the time, but I still do it. And when I find myself doing it, I'm becoming more and more aware more quickly, and I'm shifting more quickly, but it still happens. And it it's a natural human instinct at times to feel that way, especially when your energy is low, especially when you're tired. 
you can find yourself doing that constantly. Um, do you have great excitement over your success? I have so much excitement and enthusiasm. And then find yourself crashing into the next low following that high. And that's a real thing that can happen as well. And I have a friend who says, well, then you just shouldn't get excited. You shouldn't celebrate your successes because you're going to have the low anyway. True, you could live life that way, but I choose not to. I choose to celebrate each moment or even grieve each moment as it happens. So, again, today is my first Friday strategy for success. And what I'm sharing today is that, that I, as I'm continuing to show my, share my own journey, I want to talk about the experience of the highs and lows of entrepreneurship or just life in general. And though it may seem like it when you follow people on social media, the reality is it's not good all the time. And so I am sharing today in the way that I am sharing them my lessons learned about how to manage the ups and downs and what to do when you need to remember your brilliance on those days when you seem to have forgotten it. And here I am, the host of Bring Your Brilliance, the person who goes out there and helps everybody all the time and who gets a lot of great feedback about my own often. And there are days, even very recent days, where I've completely forgotten that I have any value at all. And so I want to talk more about that and what to do when that happens when we come back. And here we are already at our first break. So again, my name is Carla Taylor. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show and podcast. And today we are talking about Be Where You Are here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We are here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show and podcast on the Inspired Choices Network. 
And my name is Carla Taylor. And today we are talking about being right where you are. And so here I am, <laughs> as I said earlier. And I wanted to start this part of the show with a quote. And this is actually a quote from the five-minute journal, which there's lots and lots of journals, and there's lots of ones that you can do in five minutes, of course. But there's an actual journal called the five-minute journal. And it's created by Alex Icon, I think, I-K-O-N-N, and U.J. Ramdas. And it's it's quite lovely because it's very, very simple. Um, it's a one page per day. There's a morning section and an evening section. And so it just makes it very, very easy to take five minutes in your day, five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening, to jot some things down, and there's a structure to it. And so at the very beginning of the journal, they actually have some really great explanation and some different quotes and and some ideas of how to use this. They talk about the morning and evening routines and how important that is. And then they give you the structure in the rest of the journal that goes through in the morning three things. I am grateful for, and you write down three things, what would make today great, and write down three things, and then daily affirmations. And so you write that down in the morning, and you always also get a great quote at the top of the page for every single page of this journal. And then the evening section, which is actually a shaded section, so you even visually know it's the morning versus evening. In the evening, you've got uh, three amazing things that happened today, and how could I have made today even better? So this is something I have been incorporating into my routine for a few months now. Um, I started it, I think, well, I can tell you when I started it. I started it in January. Um while I was actually at the ranch the first time with my children this year. Not the first time I was there ever, but the first time this year. And so I started on January 3rd because I was traveling to the ranch and actually bought it on the first second of January. And so then I started on January 3rd. So I should be pretty far in by now. And yet I'm not because I haven't done it every day. And that's part of where I am, is that I am working to have a habit that I do every single day. And in fact, I actually left the journal in my friend's car and didn't get it back for a few weeks. And that was part of it, where I got out of the habit. But I also um, just haven't done it every single day. And I was kind of beating myself up about that. I'm like, you know, this is super easy. And I'm the person that tells everybody all these great ideas and things to do and what I know is the right thing to do because, you know, there's that whole right-wrong conversation that we often have until we finally realize that's actually just not even a thing, that it's just what is and what's workable. And that's part of what I'm working to reprogram in my own head because I've grown up with a very right-wrong conversation having grown up Catholic. Um, and that's a whole other thing that I'm not going to talk about today. <laughs> but I... uh I do tend to, like many of us, beat myself up about the things that I'm not doing that I thought I should be or what I thought was right. And so I started doing this five-minute journal. I thought I'd do it every day. I thought it would be a great way to start a morning and evening activity. And it, it really is when when I do it. <laughs> and 
I'm getting better. And I started back again. Um, I actually went from January 29th until March 1st without doing it at all. And like I said, I'd actually lost the journal most of that time. But even when I got it back, I wasn't doing it consistently. And I haven't quite done it every day of this week either. I think I've done it all but one, though. And so, again, it's progress. And we we tend to try for perfection. And we beat ourselves up when we don't get to perfection. But, and again, this is something I teach people and I work with my clients on, but it's way harder <laughs> to apply to yourself, which is why we all need coaches, because we are really good at coaching others, but those of us who are, and yet it can be really hard to coach yourself. And you need that outside person to reflect things back to you or to remind you of the things that maybe you're not doing or need some help with that you have said that you want to do. And so it's really about progress. Uh, progress, not perfection. That is the goal. And so the progress that I have made is to get more consistent with it. And I've also been working on my morning and evening routines. I recently had Matthew Patty on the show. He's amazing. I knew he was amazing. I'd been talking to him for a while. I hadn't met him in person yet because he's in Australia and I'm in Indiana. And he came to the U.S. for several weeks, actually, and he came to Indiana and was here last week. And we had this incredible, amazing session. And if you've been listening to my show, if you're somebody who actually listens to them all, um, and I think I mentioned this last week as well, that in that room we had Darla, who was QB Darla, who was on the show a few weeks ago, and she works at the Skyline Club as well. We were at the Skyline Club. Uh, in that room was also um, Sonal, Chef Zawarhi, who was another amazing guest that I had recently. And I was there, and Matthew Patty was there. There were some others as well. But it was really interesting to have all of these incredible people in the same room at the same time. And I really, I really loved doing that. And in that room, Matthew Patty was sharing with us why it's important to do the morning and evening routine. So you probably, I've heard it many times and I knew it was important and I knew it helped. But part of what he explained to us is that the morning routine is what sets you up for the day and helps you get clear on what you're doing today. And the evening routine is actually what we do to help program our minds while we sleep, which is what sets you up for your life. And so even more so now, I'm I'm incentivized and motivated to do these morning and evening routines, and yet I've still missed one or two this since then. So, and I was upset about myself for that too, and I even reached out to, to Matthew Patty. I'm like, oh man, I'm not doing what I said I was going to do. And I also found myself in fear. And part of what was stopping myself was I started having a bunch of fear. And I'm like, I really am this incredibly positive person. And this I, I really am how I show up most of the time, that I'm I'm encouraging and I'm positive and I'm motivating to everyone around me. And I keep myself going most of the time as well. And I get really energized and excited by all of that. And sometimes I also crash. And that's what was happening last week is that I was bumping up against a lot of things. 
I was working with some really, really strong, powerful people who all had a lot to offer and a lot to give as we were coming together on some of these different projects that I'm now so excited to be working on and is part of why my life has been so exciting. And yet, you've got to do the hard work too, right? You can't just have the, the joy and excitement of, of the idea of it. Now you've got to dig in and do the work. And when you do that and you've got several strong people coming together and actually co-creating and we've come together and said we don't want one leader ever we actually want to have a collaborative co-creative process as we're working on this intentional community at the ranch that i talk about all the time now (laughs) Um, and it is called juniper well ranch in prescott arizona it's a real place and we are actually creating an intentional community there at the ranch and I am extremely excited to be a part of it. I love the people that are there. They're all powerful, strong, incredible people. And it's kind of an unknown to navigate how to bring all those people together and let everybody share and be a part of it. And then how do you make the decisions and how do you move forward? And that's part of what we're actually sorting through right now. And so then it can get hard, right? And so all of us, all of us in that room are used to coming in and and being a leader or having a strong competency in what we have, which we all do. And when you can't rest on coming into the room and leading the room the way that you're used to, and you get to find a new way to interact and relate with each other when everybody's coming in that way, um, it was tough. I was there the weekend before last, I believe. And it was wonderful. I'm at the ranch. I love being at the ranch. It's a bright, sunny weather, which is way better than where Indiana is most of the time this time of year. So I loved being where I was there. And yet, it was hard. <laughs> we were all struggling. And we were all starting to falter and wonder, wait, am I even bringing value here? Because the way I normally bring value in a strong leadership capacity is being um, – it is we were keeping ourselves open and vulnerable. And, oh, my goodness, that's scary. <laughs> that is so scary. And yet it, we knew it was what was wanted and needed. We knew that it was what we needed to go through in order to get to where we were going and have everyone really have um, input and an ability to share from their hearts. And it wasn't fun all the time and it wasn't exciting and enjoyable all the time. In fact, there were times where we were all like, ugh, <laughs> this doesn't feel very good. And as we stepped away from that weekend and we all started to kind of get into our own versions of breakdown or at least, you know, having a, a moment, um, we've now come back together and, and recognize that this is part of it. This is actually part of what we're doing is creating this beautiful, amazing sanctuary for people to come and heal. And part of healing is to actually get really real with yourself and where you are and face yourself. And we all got to face ourselves without all of the extra things that we put on ourselves when we're being that <clears throat> leader version or corporate version or or business version, professional version. And we were letting all of that step to the side while we came in from this really raw, vulnerable, open place, open-hearted and open-minded. 
And we all wanted it. And we all love each other. And we all have each other's backs. And yet it's scary to to lay down all your masks and just be. And that's what we were doing. And it was really hard because we're not used to doing that. We're not used to just being. And that is the work of what we are doing and providing for people in the world is to have a place and have a space. And this is an actual real space, but it's also figuratively the space to have the experience you need to have in order to get to where you need to go. And by coming together to create this, we actually also had to go through it and are going through it so that we can not only face ourselves and get to that deeper, deeper level of growth for ourselves, we can also then know what it feels like and help others through it too. So I am going to go ahead and stop here for a moment. And I still haven't even read my quote, so I'll do that when I get back. Again, my name is Carla Taylor. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show and podcast on Inspired Choices Network. We're talking about being where you are, and we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Do you struggle to answer what do you do because you do many different things? Do you want your future clients to know, like, and trust you? Do you want to make LinkedIn work for you? If you're ready for extreme clarity and confidence with opportunities flooding your LinkedIn inbox, Carla Taylor's Bring Your Brilliance Coaching Masterminds and Workshops give you the exact steps to get it done. Don't have time to do it yourself? Carla's LinkedIn Content Ghostwriting Service is exactly what you need. Schedule your free consultation today at bringyourbrilliance.as.me or go to bringyourbrilliance.net. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype and Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hey there, this is Carla. I am here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about be where you are. And right before the break, I was talking about the five-minute journal, which is part of this morning and evening routine. And so I want to go ahead and jump right back in and talk about, finally read, like I've been promising, this quote by Alexander Dumas. And here's what he says. There is neither happiness nor misfortune in this world. There is merely comparison between one state and another. And 
that is so incredibly true because every single moment is exactly what it is. And when we focus on the present and we focus on being in the moment where we are, there is nothing else that actually even exists. And when we can live our lives focusing there and understanding that's actually all there really is, we can get really clear on every single thing we need to do in each moment because all we need to do is what's right in front of us. And when we compare, we're actually taking ourselves out of the present because we're thinking about other things that we used to be or we've done before or we've seen other people do or other thoughts and feelings about what should be or we think about in in the future what we wish we were and we aren't yet or whatever the things are that we're comparing ourselves to. And comparison is truly the thief of joy. Comparison is where all these other things can come in and can steal the present moment from us. And joy is in the present moment. And joy is available to us actually in every moment, even when it feels hard, even when things get really real or really tough. And I've talked a lot about my life and my journey, especially since the start of this year. And when I was at the ranch, because I've been at the ranch a lot this year, when I was there for the Hive Entrepreneur Network, which is a group of people with $1 million to $250 million companies, and I was there just loving the fact that I was there, that I was at the ranch, that the ranch had been transformed into this beautiful, magical place even more than it normally is with lots of beautiful decoration and beautiful things that were there. And people, these incredibly powerful, big living people who are doing big things in their life and they were, were really the movers and shakers. And I was there with them enjoying each and every person that I was encountering. And I was also there having some pretty major life shifts and changes happening where my divorce was completely finalized and signed off by the judge. I sold my house. I was offered a dream job. All these things happened one day after the next. And I was so present and so in love with what was happening and just so grateful for every moment, even before those good things started happening. And I was completely aligned. I was completely grateful and I was completely in my joy. And that was amazing. And it was easy to be there because of where I was, because of the people I was around and because of the good things that were happening. And that's part of why those good things are happening, because I was completely there, completely aligned, completely where I was feeling like I'd always meant to be, was right there. And then I came home, and things weren't quite so perfect. (laughs) And I was in the dreary Indiana weather, and it's dreary in Indiana. And I haven't really loved being in Indiana, especially in the winter. There's some great parts of Indiana. There's some great things about it. It's absolutely gorgeous in the summer, especially. But in the winter, not so much. And I have suffered, in fact, from the seasonal affective disorder of not having enough sunshine. And I've been working really hard to try to 
not um, not succumb to that and to do some of the things that I know I need to do to get even more sunlight type things. And there's like red light therapy and other things that I've been doing. But it's a reality that I face living here in Indiana in the winter. And I'm here because I have triplet children. They're 17 years old. And I have my parents and other family members who have been an incredible help to raising triplets, mostly by myself. I've been a single mom most of their lives. And so I needed to be around my support system and I needed to be here in Indiana because it's a great place to raise kids. It's great off living. I've got great family around me. So this is where I've needed to be. And (laughs) as I have started to look what's next, with my children being juniors in high school, and I've been thinking more and more about my life. And I've been also very sad. I'm very sad that my children are going to be leaving. I've been been crying about the day they were going to leave, probably since even before they were born, but for sure when they were little teeny tiny babies, teeny teeny tiny preemie babies in the hospital, the first day I took them for a walk when I got them home and I had them all bundled up in their – you know, little things that they have to wear when they're preemies and got to keep their temperature up even in the summer because they were born in the summer. And we went for a walk and the school bus passed me. And I was like, oh, someday they're going to go to school and someday they're going to leave home. And I got sad with tiny babies thinking about the moment they would all leave. So as I'm getting closer to that moment, you might hear that I'm getting a little bit choked up now because it's hard and it's sad and it's great at the same time, right? Because they get to go and, and and fly and do their thing. And it's hard as a mom when you've been the mom, and especially when you've been the everything mom as a single mom, to realize that that time and that phase is ending and you're going to miss your kids. I'm going to miss my kids. And I'm excited for them and their future. And that's really where I've been trying to focus. And so as I'm doing some of these things in my own life and I'm going out into the world and meeting people who are living these crazy awesome lives all over the world and global citizens and living in different countries and all the things that I really want to do. And I've gotten more and more clear on that. I grew up living internationally. I grew up traveling the world. And I haven't really gotten to do much of that in the last 17 years since my kids were born. And I've gotten to do a couple trips, but for the most part, we've stayed stateside for sure and um, not done a ton of traveling, even, um, you know, because you've got the school year and things like that, that that are more restrictive. And so, and I've even given up lots and lots of opportunities for jobs that required a lot of traveling over the years because I needed to be here with my kids. And so now that they're getting older and they're more independent, they're able to do some things on their own and drive and, you know, all the things that's easier uh, when they get older, I've been a little bit more able to travel and do some things that I couldn't do before. And so I've been looking at this future life of mine. And I've also been looking at different ways to support them as they're coming into their final stretch because they will be 18 in July. So we're here, even though they have a one more year of school, They're here at the end of their childhood. And so I have been trying to focus on what I want next and focus on what will be great about that while also acknowledging and recognizing that there's time still left here with the kids and 
<clears throat> for a few months, for a while, I thought, okay, we're going to cut through this. And when, we, when I took them out to the ranch, it was because we've been through a lot and we needed this deep emotional healing that we were offered to be able to do as this incredible gift um, at the ranch for my entire family to to do that at the beginning of this year. And that was great. And then I came home and I kind of realized now, <laughs> after the fact, that I put my kids into breakdown unintentionally by actually telling them while we were there and recognizing that they are practically adults. and They were only a few months away from their 18th birthday. And I wanted to embrace where they were. And, and, and instead of being this parent who could sometimes be more controlling or more directive, and I said, okay, let's co-create. You know, I'll still be the parent. I'll still have the final decision on things. But I really want to shift this relationship into what it might be in our, in our adult relationship, adult children and parent relationship. And so let's start that now. Let's not wait till you're 18. Let's spend the next few months transitioning to that. And I want to cheer you on. I want to let you decide what you want and what would make your senior year the most epic year. What do you want? You can do anything. I will support you. And I thought I was doing a great thing for them. And I really was trying to. And it can be a great thing to say all of those things. And yet what I didn't do is recognize that they needed some parameters and boundaries to transition from here's everything that you're supposed to be doing and going to school and having all the rules all laid out. And all of a sudden I opened that up and it was wide open. And I didn't even think about what that might do. And I saw them starting to break down. And in fact, um, not they were having trouble even going to school or even functioning. And I was like, what is happening? You're supposed to be excited and, and looking into possibilities. And I'll help you and I'll even help you research it. But I want you to lead it. And they were in total breakdown. And to the point where they weren't going to school. And I, in Indiana anyway, in my case, you as a parent can go to jail if your kids don't go to school. And we got to that point because I couldn't drag them out of the house when they were in this breakdown. And I was trying to also, you know, let it be what it was. But all of a sudden I realized we were at that point where literally my next step is to go to jail if they miss another day of school. Like it got ridiculous. And I didn't know what to do. I was struggling mightily to try to figure out how do I get these children who are great, amazing children with great, amazing minds who suddenly aren't going to school and aren't functioning at all. And I thought we had this great healing thing and I thought we had these great moments. And what is happening? What the heck is happening? And what I finally recognized and understood and and was working with Margaret at the ranch who also helped me understand what the dynamics were, is that I put them into breakdown by giving them too many choices too quickly. And I thought about my own path when I went to college and I'd gone all the way through high school and college and everything seemed very laid out and I got to the end of college and I really still had no idea what I wanted to do. And I started having my own breakdown and I that's the first time I ever experienced insomnia. I was completely overwhelmed. I had no idea which way to go and I was in total fear. And what I inadvertently do is I did was I put my children into total fear by trying to be supportive and wide open. And so that's actually what was happening. And that's why they weren't functioning. And that's why the last couple of weeks I've had to just stop everything else and deal with what is. Because what is is 
like I said, we were at a point where they had stopped going to school and I had stopped being able to get them there because, you know, they're teenagers. You can't pick them up anymore. Um, and so I've had to take a, a totally different tactic than I had wanted to and actually putting more rules in so that we could get through this time. So I will talk a little bit more about that and what I have done and um Maybe we'll get to other things and maybe we won't, but part of me being where I am is is just being where I am and walking through my own meandering thoughts. So again, my name is Carla Taylor. The topic today is Be Where You Are on the Bring Your Brilliance show on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. So right before the break, we were just talking about my kids. Again, my name is Carla Taylor, and this is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show and podcast with Inspired Choices Network. And today's topic is be where you are. And apparently where I am today is <laughs> in a very meandering thought kind of place, and I'm going with it. So I am hoping that you find some value in this. If you're still listening, thank you for still listening. And what I do hope you do get some inspiration around from this show is that it's okay if you don't have it all together. It's okay if you don't know exactly what you're going to talk about. It's okay to sometimes be raw and vulnerable and let people in to some of the things that you're struggling with, even as you're going on this um, this epic journey that I'm on. And it's not going to be all great all the time. And if you've been beating yourself up for that or wondering why, what's wrong with me? I see all of these other people doing all these great things and it looks great all the time. And why am I the only one? Let me tell you, you are not the only one. In fact, the higher I'm going in the levels of people that I'm hanging out with and talking to, whether we're talking about millions of dollars of success, whether we're talking about all the other things that you see that look great and amazing, they're living all over the world, all the different things, whoever it is that I'm talking to, some of the most successful businesses and CEOs have also the biggest problems because when you have millions, it's often the same problems as when you have less money, just at a different scale. Because expenses are up or, or you've got a lot more people that you're paying on payroll or all the different things that come along with that. And people see, oh, that person makes millions. 
probably no. <laughs> probably it's their company that makes millions. And in fact, the CEO is often the last to get paid. And often they're the ones who are figuring out side gigs themselves because they're keeping all the money reinvested in that company. And so there's so much misinformation and misconception that's out there for what we think when we see and hear about companies making millions of dollars. And sure, there are those who have this lavish lifestyle, but even those who are trying to keep up with a lavish lifestyle often are spending way too much too fast and not managing those millions well. So wherever you are right now in your finances, I also encourage you to get really clear on living within your means because even as your means grow, if you don't do that now, you won't do that then. Your problems or your 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 solutions will be there with you at whatever level that you're at. So whatever you might be working on or fixing in your life right now will serve you no matter where you go. So do the work now. Do the hard work now. And part of my hard work has been recognizing I've got four months now, four months until my kids turn 18. And I really thought these last few months would be just kind of coasting into the next phase and and there wouldn't be as much work to do. And we'd kind of done all the things. I'd said everything I could think of to teach them. They were tired of hearing my lessons. (laughs) You know, I thought we were going to coast into this next phase. And heck no, that's not happening. That's not happening at all. And what I realized is by giving my kids every choice, it was shutting them down and they were struggling to function in that. And especially transitioning from one to the next, I didn't give them um, more parameters and more, more boundaries. And that's a whole other topic of conversation about boundaries and how wonderful they actually can be to have because boundaries have some openness to them but they also have some guide rails and guardrails and that's what I needed to give my kids but because I didn't I actually had to give them really strict rails to stay within in order to get them back on track and so um, I actually created this chart that gave them their step-by-step of how to get back to where they wanted to go and and what would happen if they kept doing steps in the other direction. Um, And it's a very narrow path because that's where they happen to be right now. And instead of just saying, here's what could happen and let's not do this and try to do the opposite of what we didn't want, I also know that we as humans need to go towards what we want instead of avoiding what we don't. And so I gave my children... In this case, in this chart I created for them, I gave them six positive steps of things they could do to move forward rather than focusing on what not to do. And I also surrounded them with support and help. And sometimes that didn't look so supportive and helpful at the time, but it also, I gave each of them, I found someone that they could each talk to that wasn't me. And I started doing all these things that, I had kind of thought about doing and tried to do some over the years, but now is when they actually, I realized, needed it the most. And so I've been working really hard these last two weeks to get my children what they need in this moment of all of a sudden extreme need because I had thrown them into breakdown and just all of the stuff kind of fell apart. Uh, And I am paying the most attention that I've ever paid in the midst of all this other stuff that I have going on. And that's part of why I am exhausted and why I haven't gotten to where I wanted to go because right now, 
even though I have these amazing things that I'm doing, I've got some great clients I'm working with, I've got these incredible work opportunities that I'm also working on getting to, and all of it's in transition right now. All of it is in not quite there yet places. And so transitioning is actually the hardest part. And so having some steps to focus on, and in fact, only focusing on one step at a time, so like I said, I created this chart, this path for my children, but there's also only one step they can take at a time. And that's really true for life as well is that all we have to really know is one step at a time. And if the step is to stay in bed and sleep that day, that might be the step that you're on. And if the step is to get up and do some things and yet still have a resting day, that might be the step that you're on. And so give yourself a break. Don't beat yourself up for where you are. Be where you are. Know that there are steps ahead that you can get to, but you don't even have to know where they are. You don't have to have this chart like I did for my kids. Um, because, you know, as adults, we don't we don't have that, that parenting role usually in our lives anymore. We might have a great coach or somebody who helps us. But it's important to focus on where you are and fully be there. And if that means grieving and being sad and crying, do that because we can't get through the emotion until we actually get through the emotion too. So honor yourself and be where you are and do what you need to do in this moment. And when you're done with this moment, the next moment will come and you'll know exactly what to do then as well. And even in all the yuck, you can actually focus on right now and feel the joy of the fact that that is what you're doing and this is where you are right now. And so I am already out of time. There's so many things I want to tell you about. Um, Hive Global is coming up in August. And if you're interested right now for the next couple of weeks, they have some volunteer tickets available. Um, they're $250 versus the, the larger cost. So please reach out to me at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com if you want to learn more about that. Or go to hive.org. You can go there directly as well. And I've got my classes coming up with LinkedIn content next week. LinkedIn profile, LinkedIn pages are an ongoing series that I'm doing. And this is my reminder to you to be bold, be brave, be brilliant, be you, and bring your brilliance, even if your brilliance is just to simply be and do nothing else. So have a great one. And we'll be here next week with Mark Metry, who's amazing. Can't wait for that show. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then...